Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Four Top Threes. I'm V. Hello, V. Hi. Hi, V. Hi. Hi, V. <laughs> Hi. Uh, the person in charge today, well, I'm going to always be in charge vaguely, but Aethel, uh, randomly picked by last week's D4, D, yes, D4, has picked a new topic. Go ahead, Aethel. What are we doing? Well, uh, I wanted to pick a topic, but that got vetoed because most people couldn't think of a single one of those. Yep, you're right, yeah. <laughs> so we're doing top three meals. I didn't really think about this one very hard. And after we started talking about it, I did realize like, uh, it would be fun if we could send each other stuff that we could try out. We could maybe talk about what we're eating, but that's not going to happen right now. So uh, no. yeah, it Te- takes about yeah. a month to ship anything anywhere right now out of the country. So <laughs> yeah, and unless it's like freeze-dried pasta, we're not eating whatever you send us. <laughs> Everybody just sends each other pasta. I know that scarter is a thing here, and it's been like matured in bleach for weeks on end, but like there's still some stuff I won't eat. I also, my package to up... Neil never arrived. I sent something <laughs> oh, at yeah, the end of true. December. Oh, yeah, Ooh. shit. That hasn't arrived yet? <laughs> no. Jesus. I haven't seen anything. Thanks, uh, there was no food in there. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. All right. Ethel, um, favorite meals. Go ahead. You wanted to do top three numbered, so I have prepared a list. There are. It's in an order. An order. Where do you want to start? The I saw you writing them down as we were re- preparing to record. Don't don't you give me <laughs> I had, this. I had mentally thought about this. Yes. Okay, I had thought about what is on this list. I just yeah. hadn't written it down because I'd forgotten. I'll be honest. I didn't write anything down because it's oh, no. pretty simple. What I'm going to be doing. And the bottom of my list is my uh, guilty pleasure, my comfort food or whatever you want to call it. It's a pizza. It's that simple. (laughs) I genuinely love pizzas. I think they're so fucking good. I think they're the perfect food, like a a snack food, because you can actually eat it with your hand and you usually come away okay. Like, (laughs) it's it's not as bad as hamburgers, which can leave just everything fucking destroyed. Now, I know the answer to this, but there are always people who ask these questions. Do you eat a pizza with a knife and fork? What? (laughs) I know people who eat pizza with a knife and fork. Does anyone here eat pizza with a knife and fork? I only use the knife to cut slices. (laughs) I don't imagine that Iceland's pizza gets as wild, though as maybe some of the like deep dish monstrosity lasagna messes that we see, you know? What? Yeah. No, what? No, what? 
<laughs> Neil, I need more. <laughs> I'm comparing what? the pizza to the size of a lasagna, but it also has a lot of the same ingredient stuff. So, so like pasta. There's pasta on your pizza. Like big, oily, be- deep pan pizzas sometimes have the sauce on top and they're just meant to be messy. That's not what you're talking about. I mean, yes, those are great, but like you've literally said that you like this because of like the efficiency of pizza. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes a l- some places in America go a long way to like defeat that purpose a bit. Make it a very dine-in experience. I demanded this episode because the efficiency of pizza. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. From like the first episode would be labeled something coherent, like top three Disney movies. This one from now on we'll just randomly call them things. Nobody will know what we're talking about. It's brilliant. So what's your favorite kind of pizza? I I'm an incredibly simple person. Uh I honestly just love my pizza just to have ham, bacon slices, and extra cheese. And that's it. That's all I want. Now, if you give me a pizza with uh, bacon, like, chunks or whatever the fuck. Crumble? Like, ripped bacon. That, that shit can go in the trash. That's just, like, extra ham. I didn't ask for extra ham. I asked for bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I always get mad when you I mean ask, the stripes, right? Hmm? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, like stripes, uh, strips of bacon. Like if you okay. give me the yeah strips or rashes. And what you don't want is the cubes. Yeah. Yeah. The the cube shit. Like that's not fucking bacon. That's just ham, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure some butcher out there can correct me on this, but I I I refuse to be educated on this. I'm just gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, we could get pizza in uh, our high school, and um, I always ate pizza forever and ever and ever um, because it was the good food at the high school. And I always got a thing of jalapenos, and ever since, I always eat pizza, but I don't cook the jalapenos on it because I want them to be like cold and juicy, and when you cook them, they just have their heat in like a different they're, they're, it's just better. The cold jalapenos. My, no. better. My brother's no. super into like spicy shit and he loves like chili flakes and jalapenos on his uh, pizza. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot. I cannot. Yeah, I have a real bad yeah. habit of like every, every, every bite. I, I put a fresh jalapeno down on it. Oh, no. No, <laughs> Neil, no. No. It's going to take a long time to eat. Yeah, I, I don't have anything so more. So deep, deep, deep pan or, or, or not? No. Ask me. Anyone. Or Neil. Literally anyone. Deep pan can be fucking delicious, but it's... I think it's... it changes per part of the country too, because I like the like middle crust, the hand toss, and uh, the thin crust is like a different thing. And up uh, up in the north, the it, it was way confusing because it wasn't like that. I can't remember how it was, but it was like thin crust was the one I wanted, but that doesn't make any sense to my brain. Um, they just consider that thin, but it's like the regular pizza. <laughs> Sorry, we had like thin crust and deep pan, and I'm not a fan of deep pan because it's just like eating bread. I'm not either. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's so oily. It's super oily. Yeah. There is also that, like, if we're talking about the efficiency of pizza and deep pan, it's not the way to go. No. Yeah. It's like fucking oil everywhere. <laughs> no, there, there are, like, different types of sloppiness of the pizza, and we don't really have that sloppy of a pizza here in Iceland, though, like, from time to time, the one of the little kind of restaurants that delivers here in Vesmanir, it will send you that fucking pizza where you kind of pull on the bread and just the entire topping layer just pulls off for some fucking reason. <laughs> no! 
It's yeah. infuriating, but... Uh, oh, it is so infuriating when people don't cut or slice the pizza properly. I just want to murder them. Like, come on, you have two jobs. Make pizza and cut <laughs> pizza. This is clearly... Come on, you have the tools. Why aren't you using them properly? Please. Did, did you see the cutting of the breadsticks that we ordered this week? It was weekend? terrible. It was genuinely like on 90%, 10%. It was fucking atrocious how bad that cut was. Ah, oh, like so, how? No. Over here, like when... You, when I order a pizza because I used to be a vegetarian and then went vegan, they don't even cut the pizzas anymore because they don't want to use the same tools. For, so I get mm. unsliced pizzas. Ah. <laughs> oh, I guess that's I guess that's why you use the knife then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> oh no, you're still in your detective mode. <laughs> Full circle. Oh no. <laughs> All right, Kessie, what's your what's on your top three favorite meals? My favorite meal is actually spaghetti with tomato sauce. I didn't I used to not like it very much. My mom never made it from real tomatoes. She made like those uh thick thick stuff like where you just add powder and then you have something like yeah, tomato yeah, yeah. sauce. So <laughs> I, it was never my favorite food, but then I ate it from a friend who actually made it from real tomatoes. And I was like, <gasps> life changer, I'm eating this for yep. the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a big difference. Like I also grew up with like powdered tomato stuff growing mm. up, so I'm with you on that. Like that was just a thing we had. We didn't have. I didn't have any pasta growing. I had pasta until I, was, I moved out like 18 or something stupid. Like we just had like powdered tomato with like a bunch of stuff, and then I had like the kind of like dolmio sauce like the like pre-made tomato sauce and that mm. was like yeah this is better mm. and then yeah i had one made with real tomatoes and it's such a difference like it sounds super so much yeah it's so different oh, <laughs> and after that, i've worked like... on on uh, perfectioning the recipe after my my best friend's <laughs> instructions i was like please teach me and she's like you just take tomatoes put them in the pot and then let them steer for like i don't know an hour done <laughs> i've just been following aethor's face on this spaghetti adventure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to unravel with these like tyrate there. Okay, first of all, you didn't have pasta until you moved out. What? Like my my so my mum was a she was a she was kind of like a chef to my mom was a chef to like one of the local landholders. I'm not going to say lord because I don't think he's quite that high, but he held a lot of land in the area and was treated with a lot of respect. <laughs> a land haver. So she was a chef. And, and he a... hated Italians. Well, no, because so she cooks very traditionally English food. Um, so fish things like things with potatoes and meat. Yeah, fish and chips, um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, so I didn't have fast food for the longest amount of time. And, uh, you know, when my mom got sick for a bit, it was literally just meat two veg and potatoes and that was my existence for years so when people are like oh a roast is nice i was like fuck no fuck no roast um yeah so yeah. we just didn't have pasta or fast food or anything like that for like years and years and years growing why, up why are you putting pasta and fast food together pasta is one of the cheapest yeah that's not fast food no it i is was not. gonna say uh, I, cheapest is not the same as fast that's Ooh. not fast I, I get that pasta cooks fast it's not fast I, food. I, I, I know but that was how it was treated in our house like <laughs> I, I swear if we go back to uh uh, if we ever get a chance to go back to Britain, if COVID doesn't kill my father before I do, like I, I will, I will make pasta for my dad, and you will see how much he hates it. He considers it fast food. He, he just hates it. Can you imagine going through the drive-through somewhere and getting like a cup of fucking spaghetti? Like, what are you gonna do? How's this fast food be? <laughs> <laughs> this is 
is insane. Okay, that was the first part where I was just kind of baffled because I don't feel like we've I've heard this before. And the second part is uh, powdered tomatoes. What the fuck are you guys talking about? What is this? Thank you. <laughs> Not powdered tomatoes, but like. Um, you know how this, I don't know if this is common in other countries, but we have these uh, little pouches with, I'm pretty sure we have that in America. Um, like just, like just paste? You, you mix, yeah, yeah, like you, no, not a paste, like a powder and you mix it with water and then you get like the sauce that you want. You just add like uh, yep. oh, whatever, I don't know, minced yeah, meat or yeah. whatever the fuck, like, that kind yeah. of stuff. It's like, it's like cup of soup. Like that always starts out powdered. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That. But like. Like, are, are are you making that, like, you're, you're make, putting water and this powder together and you're going like, ah, tomato um, sauce, I guess. Yeah. Are, are yes. you acting like that's a bigger, bigger step and more healthy and smarter than just getting a fucking bottle of Heinz ketchup and just splurting that over that thing? Because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you're just pretending to be classier. It's, no, it it's not a class different. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a class thing. For us, it was a cost thing. Like, it's a lot cheaper to get, like tomato soup powder than it is to get like tomato soup also you change also your, you can make it a, go further it's a pal- yeah it's a palate changer also because the uh, tomato um so like just heinz ketchup is sweet and you Ugh. you always use it on like almost everything and yep. if you want uh-huh. to eat spaghetti with like tomato sauce and then yeah. you make a, you just use <laughs> heinz ketchup again you gain nothing because it's the same taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, when you guys start talking about this, I was going to go like, oh, I had such a dumb childhood eating tomato, uh, like uh, spaghetti and tomato, because I was going to do the Heinz thing. And then V was like, oh, I haven't heard of pasta before in my life. And then I just, I ate the powder and I put the water straight in my mouth and then I just swirled it around. <laughs> no, no, I would tell you the story about pasta because it is on my top three. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Sorry, I'll stop distracting. Uh <laughs> I actually, when, when my mom went to the Philippines with me for like the, the first time where I was conscious in my mind, <laughs> I didn't like that they only <laughs> basically only had fish there. So I, for three or six weeks, I almost exclusively ate rice with ketchup. Oh boy. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh boy. And, and salted mango. Rice with salted mango. Oh, that actually sounds delicious. It's super yeah, delicious, that's, but that's only better than the other thing. Only Philippine mangoes because the the European ones they can just kick, kiss my ass. <laughs> oh boy, do I feel like there's a tirade in this. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, what about your what's what is in your top three? Oh, what am I going to put? Because you want these to be in some kind of order. Aethor, um, you're in charge. What kind of order do you want this to be in? I, I, we're starting at three, and then we go to two, and then we end at one. Okay, sure. What? Sure. I thought we were doing three and then one and then two. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how you count in Germany, but... Here in Iceland, we count backwards. Right. Three, one, honorable mention, two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me there. All right, hit us, Neil. Okay. I'm gonna keep on our pasta thing. Oh. Because on my list is chicken spaghetti. Chicken spaghetti. Please inform us what else is involved in this chicken spaghetti because I can't just it, imagine plain spaghetti and plain chicken. <laughs> no, it's just a roasted chicken put on top of the spaghetti. <laughs> the spaghetti has not been boiled. No. <laughs> the chicken is still alive. <laughs> you roast the chicken and you shred the chicken and then you put your shredded chicken into like a 
Velveeta cheese and cream of mushroom soup sauce with onions and bell peppers diced in it. That sounds really nice. And that's my basic understanding of it, but I cannot cook. So I don't <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no. I don't know what other mysteries there are in there, but those, I know those to be the basic ingredients <laughs> of uh the chicken spaghetti experience. Um But they're sauce, right? This isn't just dry? They're yes, it's very saucy, very cheese sauce. Oh, okay. Cheese sauce. You're from Texas, right, Neil? Yes. Is this like a Texan thing or like I don't I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like I've, I've never seen this in any kind of movie or show from America, so I uh, like it's clearly not a... I think I've come across it already okay. before. Okay. Uh yeah. So is this something you get from a store or something that someone make for you? Uh my mom makes it. Oh. My parents will make it chicken and cheese and uh mushroom soup and spaghetti pretty easy you can but, get a lot of it it's pretty but great but can you treat it like fast food and get it at the store no i don't know you see i don't know if you can order it any i don't know if i've ever been to a restaurant that i've seen it yeah like can you get it at the drive through like you get pasta apparently i don't eat at a lot of restaurants that you would typically find that so i don't know how common it is per se you know sounds really nice so is it like a comfort food mm. like when you're sick and shit like that i don't know It's like a hearty spaghetti meal. <laughs> Makes you feel full and warm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so here's us trying to dig down into Neil's psyche and he's like, I just like pasta and I chicken. Don't, I don't do you know. Want I, if it's something that like my family's made, that it, it's, it's not, it's a thing, but there's just different kinds of it, I think. This is probably the most like simple chicken spaghetti thing. It sounded like it had like eight ingredients, dude. Yeah, but it's it's simpler <laughs> than it sounded. It's hard to explain what chicken spaghetti is. <laughs> it's good, and I don't know where you can get it. So at your mom's place, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just come to Neil's. Neil's mom will make it for us, <laughs> and she's going to open up a restaurant. And Neil's going to drive out the chicken uh, spaghetti for everyone. Yeah. Family business. Okay. Yay! How about how about okay. I'll tie this into an honorable mention so that maybe we could talk about something else. I was going to also talk about shepherd's pie, but I'm not sure. So ah! shepherd's what? pie is great. Excuse me, what? Shepherd's pie. It's on my list. What's in there? Is it? Yay. Yep, it's on my list. Shepherd's pie is... We'll hold it then. We'll hold our conversation about Please elaborate shepherd's what's pie. in them because I might know it okay, under okay, a different let, name. Oh, let me, let me guess. Let me guess because it's a weird British fucking thing. There's a fucking can, meat in there. There's fucking meat in yes. your goddamn pie. You goddamn yes. weirdos. Yes. It's a it's like a meat potato-y pie. Oh, okay. Right. I know what you mean. So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take shepherd's pie because that, that handly would be... Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll put it in my that. third position, but it's technically only my second position. So I'm, I'm going to jump a little bit because shepherd's pie is so desperately close to my heart. So shepherd's pie, if you don't know what it is, is minced lamb. If you do minced beef, then it's technically a cottage pie. So it's minced lamb and it's cooked with like herbs and spices and you can mix it with like things like bovril, which we can get in the UK, which is a really thick black molasses kind of thing. And it's kind of cooked like that in the oven and on top is a layer of mashed potato. And my favorite thing about the thing is if you put cheese on top you get like a nice thick cheese crust in the oven and then you could put like slices of tomato on and then you eat that and it is like the best thing in the world it's so filling you can put vegetables in it whatever veg you want um just mostly the root vegetables not so much the bell peppers or the anything like that but like your carrots and your peas and yeah like not potato because that's weird that's already on top like It's just so good and so filling and it's amazing. And I made it for you the other day when you mentioned that favorite meals is going to be our thing and I fucked it up because I put too much marmite in it. 
because I made it with Marmite and not Bovril because I don't have any Bovril. You put what on it? I cooked it with Marmite instead of Bovril. That's a very British thing. Marmite is made with vegetable yeast extract and it has a yellow lid and called Marmite. And the famous tagline from it is, uh, you either love it or you hate it. And <laughs> Bovril is basically the kind of meat version <laughs> of the Marmite. And anyone who isn't British will probably just hate it instantly on site and it tastes really grim. I love it personally. And not everybody... It's how people describe spam. <laughs> it's not spam. I get the same vibe. It's not, it's not at it's, all. It's not spam. It's not, it's not the same thing. But it's one of those, it's in a can and it is what it is and you love it, you hate well, it, or you hate it. This comes in a jar. Yeah. Like, this comes yeah, in a yeah. jar and it's so difficult to open and it's really thick and sticky and I had to have a friend bring me two jars of Marmite from Britain because I can't get it at all here in Iceland. Oh no! I want to make one point. We decided to try to <laughs> describe Marmite and after describing the color and the consistency, she gave up and descri- described the lid, the jar and the... Yeah, the you, see, you see what I mean? You, you start describing the packaging and the things. And you... I love that. Because I, was I like, can't describe the taste. It's that... It is... m- Weird Different. thing in the, this package, you know? That's what spam uh, is. It is meat in a can. It is it's different. Really, and, and, yeah. yeah. It's just really good. And shepherd's pie is one of my favorite meals because it just, it makes you feel full and warm and happy. And yeah, shepherd's pie is a good call. You don't need to add any extra vegetables with it, but my parents always did. We always had like boiled cauliflower and like boiled broccoli or something to go with it. And I was See, like, I just give me know, the- I know you can find that at restaurants around here. Yes, but absolutely you can. Chicken spaghetti is something that Neil would imagine. I don't eat at restaurants where you fucking get shepherd's pie either. I like it, <laughs> but I don't like eat at those restaurants often. So I would imagine chicken spaghetti to be at those kind of restaurants, but I don't know. It might just be a Southern thing. But anyways, <laughs> done with chicken spaghetti because I'm the only one that knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> shepherd's pie is great. Yes. That's okay. I think when Aether put up the topic, I'm pretty sure he expected each of us to bring something local to the table. <laughs> I'm trying to put nostalgia in there. That's good. I like shepherd's pie. Those are my home home cooking section right there. <laughs> Tick uh, one from the home. <laughs> by, by the way, shepherd pie, not a pie. It's just minced meat and mashed potatoes. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> a, a it's a it's a casserole. Ah, the casseroles have a lid of mashed potato. If casseroles can be classified with having potato as being one of the main ingredients, it's a potato casserole. <laughs> That word makes more sense to my brain than pie. I don't know any difference between what a casserole is, what a stew is, or like they call it like meat soup here in Iceland. And it's I think it's all the same fucking thing. I might be wrong. Please someone tell me what the difference between casserole stew and meat stew in Iceland is. I, I don't think there's any difference. Well, I'm I gonna, think they're all the fucking same. I'm going to need to know what a casserole is because I've heard that word 300,000 times, but I just realized now I am not sure what the hell it is. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just stew. I thought it was just like um, kind of lasagna-esque meat dish. Yeah, yeah. yeah lasagna has. Pasta. I need to look it up because I'm pretty sure we have a we have a thing in Germany called casserole, but uh, I'm pretty sure it might be different from the English version. <laughs> see, see, lasagna has pasta in it, so for me, lasagna can never never be mixed up with stew or casserole or meat stew. Yeah, I think casserole isn't stew-like. I think you've gone off the handle with that one. Just like shepherd pie isn't stew I don't imagine it soupy. It's not... I don't think casseroles are soupy when I imagine casserole. No, like, I genuinely, when you say casserole, I'm imagining some kind of a minced meat dish 
but my brain always goes to lasagna. So, <laughs> well, lasagna is meat with a layer of pasta with a layer of meat and a layer of pasta and like cream sauce and tomato sauce. Casseroles are like stuff baked into stuff. Yeah, it's just a bake of stuff in a like almost loaf, but you spoon it out so it's not really loaf. You know what I mean? Okay, so casserole is super. I've thick. used the word loaf now, and I've almost <laughs> ruined us again by using another description <laughs> word like casserole. That we're going to get into a discussion. Like anything you put into a earthware or glass thing uh-huh. into the oven yeah, yeah. and you layer it with things, mm-hmm. I think lasagna so, yeah. uh, qualifies as it's that. It's almost like more complicated mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> to, where, to the point where you had to stop calling it mac and cheese. And now it's just a big casserole and stuff. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we get lost in this whole, what the fuck is a casserole? What the fuck is a stew bullshit argument? Uh, Ethel, let's move on to your like... Second dimension. Uh, my second mention would be meat soup. I guess it's <laughs> called like the bone defrosting translation of that would be meat soup, kjutsupa uh, in Icelandic. It is uh, big chunks of meat with pieces of carrots, potatoes, mm-hmm. bunch of different vegetables, and it's just a giant stew. Hey, just, hmm? I'm losing my mind. What kind of meat? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> what, the f- what is going? On? Red, red meat. Um, Lamb, I, I, I'm pre- so it'd be things like beef and lamb. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- beef and lamb and stuff. And it, I think it's. I def- think Iceland. I think fish. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, know what I'm about. And happy cows. <laughs> happy cows. Oh no, wait, that was Ireland, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. know who has happy cows. No, wait, it's California. Any cow that's still living is a happy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of happy cows because of this this sudden rise of uh, skur uh, coming over here in Germany. Like we have a lot of milk products from Iceland. Oh, oh skir. skir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is skir. that like... Yeah. Oh, do they try to like sell that as like a happy cow thing? I don't know. It is, <laughs> uh, it is vegan. I, no, not Definitely vegan. Definitely not vegan. Definitely not. <laughs> Vegetarian, uh, I guess, but wrong word. Well, in, in Britain, when they sell skier, it is like Iceland with a happy smiley something. On the on the thing, I remember it very well. They also had the red stripe on them, so I, I remember you saying I can't have those or I shouldn't have those because they're not real skier. Either way, whatever it was, it was just not. Yeah, it was just happy. What you were talking about when I first moved to like Iceland and when I came back again for a bit um, was this skier is good skier because it has like the red stripe on it, and this skier is the bad skier because it doesn't have the red stripe on it. I don't remember which way round it was. <laughs> Because we only have good skier. So Iceland, like every other fucking country on the, in this world, is a capitalist country. <laughs> and people want to feed their children what they grew up with. But it's really hard to get kids to eat non-sweet things. So there are sweet skiers out there. So the skiers that do not have the red stripe on them are very sweet. They're basically made so parents feel like they're feeding their kids something healthy when it genuinely is really, really fucking unhealthy. Because it's filled with sugar to override <laughs> the nasty, nasty taste of skir. Yeah. Now, skir can't be good if you add some fruits and shit into it. It's but really like basic plain skir is very gross. You have not eaten rain skir. Next episode, I'm going to have fed via rain skir <laughs> and you guys are going to get to hear how fucking gross it is. Next episode, our favorite skir uh, <laughs> products. <laughs> Top three. We, yeah, we forgot that we couldn't. Uh, do top three bad things that we hate a Good lot. Point. Good point. <laughs> top three terrible skiers. <laughs> anyway, back on back on your second back on position. The, yeah. This meat soup thing. Uh, I think meat soup is a kind of an uh, old dish in Iceland because uh, it uses a lot of like leftovers. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of a like um, 
get the most out of your leftovers. Like you got some meat left, let's just stew it up. You get like a big old fucking pot, giant ass pot and just boil the fuck out of a bunch of meat and potatoes and vegetables and you can eat that for like a day and a half. Uh, and I have a soft spot for it because we have a giant pot of uh, kyotsupa uh, before a festival here in Vestmanair. Um It's kind of a tradition in my family. So the first day of the festival, everybody has kyotsupa because it It's so warm and it's so full of energy. You just, you get... Superpowers! Yeah, you, you get party powers <laughs> until like the break of dawn. And like uh, during Theolity, which is the festival. Uh, so during Theolity, it is very, very, very common to party until the sun rises. Or let me rephrase that, until the sun peaks its head <laughs> over the horizon again. It's yeah. mostly in summer, so the sun doesn't really stay down that long. So it's like... Four five a.m. The sun kind of pokes up again, and that's about the sign to go home. And it's very fun, and it's a really good food. It's very satisfying. You eat like a good bowl of that, maybe a bowl and a half, and you're just good for like from like nine p.m. till like five six a.m. And you're not gonna have like uh, hunger pains or anything. It's just good food. Can say it is good. We had it at um Hattler's wedding, and it was really nice. Yes, we did. Yeah, Hattler and Jan's wedding. I was like, oh, this is this is tasty. This is exactly like <gasps> stew that I used to have as a kid. So, <laughs> so yeah, I like that one a lot. But it is, uh, it's it's very boring. Like I I don't eat any other type of soup. You bring other type of soup my way, and I will tell you to just yeah. give me real food. But meat soup. He's super unhappy when I try and force you to have I, like anything with a lot of fluid I, in it. Stop trying to make me drink my goddamn food. I still have teeth. Hey, I put like whole things in there. I always remember that time when we went to the bubble tea place. Oh my god, that was the worst. Oh. Oh. Oh, you were complaining about the the bubbles. It was so gross. It was so bad. You've looked so sick. You look so unhappy. <laughs> I felt really bad that I was the one who concocted your your drink, but also you put bubbles in my tea too and I also hated them. So I felt like we were even at that point. I don't know what it was. Like I I, th- I think I eat a lot with, with consistency, so the consistency of the food matters a lot to me. And something about drinking chunky shit will just make me fucking nauseous. And I did not realize how bad like that part of my brain was until I was given bubble, bubble tea. I think it's yeah, tea, like I think it was. We called. both thought it was just like carbonated bubbles. I've just now gotten to where I can handle pulp and orange juice. <laughs> Y'all need to, to slow down. <laughs> okay, none of us are bubble teaing them. Okay, <laughs> how do you handle Good. the bubble tea, Kelsey? Did you have the bubbles? I, I did have the bubbles, but I w- I didn't mind them so much. I think I told you back then already because it's uh, very those, those bubble things, those round thingies, they're very common in in Philippine dishes. Yes, I remember you saying actually. Yeah. Oh, like not all of them, but <laughs> but there's like a Philippine dish that has them. <laughs> it's not a drink, <laughs> but I knew them. <laughs> it's actually like um, in the Philippines they have this thing called halo halo, which is like. Uh, you go to an ice place and you get like two uh, two ice cubes and then like a, a jello cubes and uh, a bunch of like maize no maize corn corn thingies and like coconut <laughs> thingies flakes <laughs> like all those kinds of stuff you put on top of them and then they also have like those bubble thingies like they're made out of the same stuff but they're not exactly <laughs> the same I don't know what the difference is might be made the same mango thing. <laughs> But they're they're in there somewhere, so I knew the taste, and I didn't mind them so much that they were in the drink. <laughs> I remember we were just both like, "Nope, this is not a thing. This is not cool." <laughs> I forced on like half of that. Yeah, you thing. did. I didn't. I just drank the flows and left the bubbles. Did I finish it? <laughs> I tried. I couldn't. <laughs> See, I have a really like big gap in my front teeth, 
so I could have easily like filtered out those fucking bubbles easily, <laughs> but I chose not to. Oh, I have a very big gap between my teeth now too, and every time I eat spaghetti, one of them sticks in there, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't used to be there. It only uh, got there when I had one of my wisdom tooth removed. I only have one I, for some reason. What? I have two. I had two, like one here and one here. They were removed, and then suddenly those teeth mm-hmm. were like, mm-hmm. "Okay, bye, <laughs> later." <laughs> We lost the children. There's no reason for us to stay together. <laughs> uh, all right, Kessie, what's the, the second of your food choices? So the second of my food meal cho- choices. Uh, yeah, my meal choices is, and I have to regrettably say that I can't eat it anymore because of allergies. Ooh. But I still have very fond memories of it. And I try to recreate it with vegan alternatives as often as I can. Is omelette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, with, yeah. with lots of vegetables in them. Like yeah. I usually throw in like uh, cauliflower and pepper bill and uh, leek and mm. what else? Whatever the fuck is in my fridge. <laughs> so <laughs> I throw it in there. <laughs> so what do you replace the eggs with then? Uh, so I found vegan recipes that are either scrambled tofu, but I don't like scrambled so much. And I recently found one that's um, made with chickpea flour. Mm, interesting. And you add like a, a special salt that is like a very, very heavy in sulfur. It's called na- kala namak. It, it kind of t- smells and tastes like egg. Like it, when you when you smell it, it smells a little bit like rotten egg. But as soon as it's in there, it's okay. <laughs> I, however, get the feeling it's not the same. <laughs> it gets very close. Like I can live with that. <laughs> Well, that's good. Are you allergic to eggs now? or I am allergic to eggs, yeah. I get uh, very bad um, belly aches when I eat them. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Yeah, I, I used to be just a vegetarian. Like, I consistent uh, co- consisted only on eggs. Like, not just omelets, but also like sunny side ups. Yes. <laughs> but at some point, that just fell flat. And so I was like, you know what? I'm also lactose intolerant. I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ouch. <laughs> I, I have to say, omelettes are also on my honourable mention list because, uh, yeah, I love omelettes. They were quick and easy for me to make as a teenager when I was told to make my own dinner. Um, and it's also my hangover food or my anti-hangover <laughs> food. I used to come in very, when I used to drink a lot, which I, I don't do anymore, I haven't done for years, but like when I used to get really drunk, I would make an omelette before I went to sleep so that I could have use nature's egg to uh, absorb some of that alcohol and not be so hungover. And apart from the twice times that I burnt myself really badly, like I never really had a bad bad thing with it. I never burnt the house down. So Did I tell you about my anti-hangover thing that happened? Mm-mm. So the first time I went out drinking with my friends, uh, at the end of the night, one of my friends told me, like, when you get in, go eat a banana and drink some milk and you will not be as hungover because it will like absorb a lot of the th- stuff and like help you along. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. And it st- stuck in my brain. Uh, that was back when I lived with my parents. Then I went and I lived uh, alone in Reykjavik and I was partying and I'd clearly drunk in too much. It was hard to walk down the streets and I'm drunk as shit. Anyway, I don't remember walking home, but I do remember waking up and there was something kind of cold in my bed. And I kind of like roll around like the fuck is happening? And I had like two two liter bottles of milk in my bed, neither of them opened. And I'm like, what? And then I I leave my fucking bedroom and I go outside and I had three bunches of bananas, not a single one of them open and another liter of milk on the kitchen counter. 
<laughs> now, all of this was part of the 24-7 store, so I probably oh, paid something no. close to like $100 for this oh, fucking thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck that. But <laughs> I felt very smart when I did it. I, I bet you, I bet you, drunk Aethor, like to the, the counter guy, the cash register guy. I'll thank me later for this. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> no, this whole thing figured out. Uh, I cracked the code, man. I cracked the code. <laughs> Yeah. Life hack from Sorry. myself. Buy all the milk, buy all the bananas, eat and drink out of them. And you will not, not feel bad in the morning. <laughs> so I ran back to the 24-7 store, bought some um, um, pudding powder and made myself a giant bowl of pudding. <laughs> I thought you tried to give them back. No. Excuse me, I purchased no. a bundle of milk and bananas. Could, you, could I return them? I haven't opened them yet. I just spent the night with two of the milks. <laughs> You will notice I have not eaten a single one of them. <laughs> you will notice I am a genius. I am a businessman. Jerk <laughs> uh, Aethor is best I know. Uh, Neil, what's the second on your list? All right. So, leaving leaving the home kitchen. <gasps> what do we eat when we go out? What's a good one? A big, fat Stick. Let's stick with nostalgic thing. Well, a lot of these. No, that's not true. Not all of them are nostalgic. Um, I want to talk about Szechuan chicken, but at the same time, it's just Szechuan chicken from like one <laughs> restaurant that I like. That's okay to talk about. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about a more nostalgic one. That one's nostalgic, but mainly just from one restaurant. A meal that you could go and satisfy Neil anywhere with ice cream is. And also, because we've talked about vegetarian things for a while, and uh, I had a brief bit of uh, playing with that and discovering how difficult it was going to be for me. And um, cheese enchiladas were very good. And this is the point where Neil's just going to talk about Mexican food for the rest of the time. <laughs> so cheese enchiladas were my favorite as a kid. They are... Please describe an enchilada because I am not 100% sure I know what that is. How do you describe cheese enchiladas? It is cheese rolled in a tortilla and it has either a, like chili meat sauce over it um, and that's still cheese enchilada or as a kid I used to get because uh, you know as an adult I eat the meat sauce more but uh, as a kid I just like cheese so I, I was just like cheese enchiladas with cheese on them. So you can get uh, cheese enchiladas with queso a lot of places. And uh, it's just like cheese enchiladas with cheese sauce on it <laughs> and uh, rice and beans. And that's that's what you got. <laughs> I was it's, about to uh, say, is all I'm hearing is cheese, cheese yes. sauce is Neil's favorite food. <laughs> the tortilla is also made out of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very cheesy thing. That's why the meat, like, you know, nowadays I'll eat the meat because it's it's got more going on in the dish but um you know it's it is different kinds of cheeses but it is like a wrapped tortilla like cheesy roll-up uh thing that you eat you, it's not like a portable roll-up it's like lathered in sauce so you know okay so not efficient with its cleanliness no okay <laughs> no it's like a table dish how how is it different from a burrito uh they're smaller and only have cheese in them or onions they put isn't, onions in isn't them also burritos they're not covered in stuff right burritos are just a wrap and then you can eat it like they're not covered in a sauce yeah enchiladas sound like they're covered in a sauce now there are places that do do that there are places that have like smothered burritos but that's typically like you know that's not make it american a, make it deep fried 
I was going to say, <laughs> though, it sounds like those guys are going to have an American flag on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> no, deep fried will be Scottish. Or a Scottish flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taco Bells used to have, what are they called? Enchiritos, I think they were called, which was like a big burrito pocket, not enchilada sized. Enchiladas are kind of thin. Uh, big burrito sized thing with meat and beans in it. And then on top of it had like a really mild uh, salsa and a little bit of cheese on top of it. And that was kind of a smothered burrito. And that was common at Taco Bell for a long time, but they don't do that anymore. So, I mean, that used to be kind of a thing. It's just like everyone knows how inconvenient it is. And it makes a tortilla real sloppy. So it's not a lot of people's favorite. That's definitely a knife and fork job, right? Yes, absolutely. I would not judge <laughs> I would not judge a person for eating that with a knife no, and fork. No judge. <laughs> no judge, only enchilada. <laughs> Does that mean you would judge a person eating a pizza with knife and fork if the pizza is so slobbery that it falls apart? Yeah, you know what you're getting into when you got a pizza. You're supposed to use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, like using a knife and fork unless, is what you do when you're trying to like eating a pizza when you're trying to impress like <laughs> some significant other or significant other's parents. <laughs> That's when you don't eat what? with your hands. No, nobody will ever fuck somebody that they saw eating a pizza with a knife and fork for the first time. Like I, I refuse. If I, to... if I was doing like a meet the parents, I would act normal. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have them think that I eat pizza with a knife and fork. Yes, I would be like, that's an embarrassing. All right, I am. My internal British person is very much like you don't eat spaghetti on a first day or on like when you um. You don't eat anything that's really messy on a first date or the first time you meet someone's parents and you eat everything mm-hmm. with a knife and fork and you finish the fucking meal even if you are stuffed. Like, that is the rules on first dates and on, like, when you meet the parents first time. Like, there are there are specific things you have to do to, you know, be nice and polite and that is some of them. I'm going to agree, that, but then, like, let's put it like this. You shouldn't be having hot dogs, hamburgers or pizzas for the first date. <laughs> Or the first time you meet your parents, uh, your parents-in-law. Not the first time you meet your parents. First time you meet your parents, you should be having milk. But um, Tish, thank you very much. What of what what we've talked about so far is the best first date food (laughs) of the things that we've chosen so far. It's not cheese enchiladas. Meat soup. (laughs) You're going to have energy for whatever comes next. It's not meat soup. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm going to move away from this weirdness that you've brought up here. <laughs> so my second position was going to be shepherd's pie. So I'm actually going to go to what my third on the list is because uh, Neil distracted me. The third on my list <laughs> is lemon and garlic salmon with cheese and mushroom cauliflower. So we did keto for a while and I had to get very inventive. So I didn't want to hate myself for eating nothing but cauliflower because that's like the staple of a keto diet. Um So it's salmon cooked in the pan and then you make lemon and garlic sauce in the same pan that you made the the salmon in. And then you make like this kind of like white sauce made from cream and cheese and mushrooms. And then you mix that in with the cauliflower and then boom, that's a meal. Like it's really nice. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I cooked it and I realized after I cooked it the first time, my God, I'm a genius. I can cook. Guess he sent us the meme this morning or the picture this morning about um, baking versus cooking. <laughs> so baking is scientific and you me- use measurements. Cooking is like, ah, eyeball it. Hope it works. Like, yeah, there's very much Yee-haw! the cooking. St- yes. <laughs> Yee-haw! Yeah, that was it. 
So when I cook the the salmon for the first time with all the the cauliflower stuff, I'm like, yeah, this might mean I can actually exist on keto. Like that made me convince myself that I can vaguely cook stuff and it doesn't taste like total garbage because I I didn't really know how to cook before I arrived in Iceland and then I didn't have a job and I felt bad for not cooking, so I cooked. <laughs> And I've stayed cooking ever since because I want something more than omelettes. I love you, but yeah. <laughs> I make more things than omelette. <laughs> you do now. You know. <laughs> We've both gotten better, let's put it like that. But that's why it's one of my favorite meals because it's one that I realized I could actually kind of half cook. And also it tastes really good. Um, yeah. I, I could actually- it was my impressed Athos family meal for the longest time because I didn't think I could really cook. <laughs> I've got a second. It's very nice. Uh, it's There's something very strange about that dish. It kind of like... You look at it and you th- you definitely, your brain is telling you it's got to taste one way and then you start eating it and it's a different taste. It's I do not know how to describe it, but it genuinely did it to me. Like the first five times <laughs> I had the dish, I would look at it. I was like, ah, we're having salmon with sauce or something like that. And then I put it in my mouth and I'm like, this, what is this? Every <laughs> fucking time. And it's fucking delicious. Okay, I'm good. That's the way the story You're went. Not like Arnold Schwarzenegger to the predator. What the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Just kill me! Kill me now! <laughs> so, yeah. And it's also really nice and really filling, and I, I like it, and it's keto friendly. So, whoop, 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 whoop. It's probably the only one of the only two fish dishes I like. Um, the other one is like, if I'm having fish and chips in the UK, it's cod, and that I can deal with, but I also don't like that very much. But yeah, it's probably the only fish dish. I had to put at least one fish dish on here because Iceland now, yo. Fish dish! Oh, all the fish dishes are going in an honourable mention for me. Oh, so my fish dish got an honourable mention on your list? Yes. <laughs> so it's not number one? My cooking is not number one? No. Ether. So my number one dish is tortellini. I fucking love tortellini. What the fuck is tortellini? The noodles that are filled with stuff, aren't they? Yeah. It's pasta that has like a little piece of uh, often cheese or little meaty fillings. Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. And I love tortellini. I, I've had bad tortellini, but I've never had like atrocious tortellini. No, sorry, I've had atrocious tortellini the one time I tried to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> did you just try to cook it, or did you try to make it from scratch? God no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I got like I got tortellini from a bag. I put it in a pot and I boiled it, and then I tried to do something to the side, and it was just like the tortellini was undercooked, so it was like a little oh, bit no. crunchy still. It was so <laughs> fucking bad, and I just never tried it again. That was like shortly after I started living on my own. I was like, oh, oh I'm gonna make my own comfort food, and I just made myself sad and miserable. Oh, <laughs> you hate sad food. <laughs> oh, depression food. Oh no, <laughs> uh, no. Tortellini is so good. It's got just, I I don't even know how to explain why I like it so much, but I've tasted many, many different types of tortellini and it's always... Because it's versatile? Yeah, it's like some people make it in like cheese soup, uh, like cheese Mm. sauce. Some people make it with uh, mushroom sauce. I've had it with um, uh, like a papery sauce, like a a, a paprika sauce. And it's always good. And every time I go to an Italian restaurant and I don't want to be five-year-old and order a pizza, I always go for the tortellini. <laughs> and it's always fucking great. I, I was once working for a conductor guy. I, I did posters for them for him. And uh, at some point he invited me to dinner and he went to a super fancy five-star restaurant. They had tortellini there. And they were made with red bead and that was really good. Red? Like in the inside, the filling was red bead. Mm. What? I've yeah. never tried that. Me neither. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I was like, what the? V? 
What? What? Make me red beet tortellini. I can't make tortellini. I do exactly what Aethel described earlier, which is that you stick it in a pot of boiling water. Like, there are two types of tortellini we have the island. One is four cheeses and one is cheese and meat. I think prosecco. I don't know. Fancy ass meat. And you boil them and then you serve them. Like, I serve it with sauce because I I can't, I don't like pasta without sauce on it. I'm just... I guess I'm three yeah, years same. old. I'm not a fan of it. And I cook it with sauce and that's the food I provide. <laughs> like, it is nice. You're right. I do enjoy it. But it's it's not up there for me. It's just not. Pasta should have sauce. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You should not eat tortellini dry. You should always have it in some kind of sauce. Okay. But before I lose control of the dialogue, <laughs> I just want to honorably mention uh-huh. fish. <laughs> <laughs> Just fish. No context. Hey, fish. Shout out. All fish. Yes, do fish. You can do skata. Skata is awful. You can do haukar. You, you can do thorskur, isa, all of it. Like I, like, I like fish. You can put fish in front of me and I'll fucking eat it. It was, like, built into me as a kid that I will always, always, always eat fish if it's put in front of me. Here's a goldfish. I'll fucking eat your goldfish and smile at you after I'm done. <laughs> Look, we, we have fish at the aquarium called Steinbeater oh, yeah. in Icelandic and in the English it's called wolffish and they're fish that have big old fucking like teeth. They're huge. Ugly ass teeth. They are ugly as shit. Like they are fucking ugly, but I, I love them. Like we had some at work and we went to a restaurant here and they had Steinbeater on the menu. I'm like, I gotta try this. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it was okay. It's fish. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of fish. I mean, salmon I'm okay with and cod. But y'all blow my mind with raw salmon. I don't understand anyone's ability to eat raw salmon. It just blows my mind. I know a lot of people like it. I like I like raw salmon. Oh, oh no, please no. Cook cook <laughs> your food. I hate it. I hate it. I hate raw salmon so much. So we don't have raw salmon, we have buried salmon. Graven lux. It's very good. And it goes super ground salmon. Yeah, ground salmon, basically. And it's really good and goes re- super good on Rupreuf and I love it. Yeah, I just want to make sure like people understood like I like fish, but no not a single fish can like break my top 3. Just <laughs> fish is never that tasty. It just doesn't have that factor. Tuna fish is pretty great. Tuna fish. Tuna's pretty great. Oh god, no. God. Yeah, no. they look down on tuna here. Hands hands up all of you who had like tuna and mayonnaise sandwiches and that was like your fucking meal. Yeah. Yep. What the shit? Tuna mayo. This is good uh, audio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, please say if you lived on tuna and mayonnaise sandwiches or tuna and mayonnaise baked potatoes as kids. Aye, aye. Yes. I, I, I have a shame that I very much like my favorite sandwich growing up at Subway was tuna with all the vegetables except for cucumbers because I don't like cucumbers. Hey. Uh, and now I've grown to not like to eat tuna in places because of how, how bad I think it is to eat tuna at places. No. I I, I don't feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel threatened? <laughs> <laughs> eating tuna sandwiches at Subway like I used to. Interesting, interesting things have been said about the tuna. The quality. At Subway sandwich places. And this is not slander Subway. This is just what I heard Subway. Don't sue me. <laughs> I made it clear that I just heard this about your tuna. Sorry I heard it, I guess. <laughs> just, just eat a cookie, guys. <laughs> What's the fun in that? Uh, Neil. What else have you got on your list? My number one. Yeah, your number one most favorite food in the world. Sorry, meal. Um, we have to put meal. 
I'm going to do a shout out. Are we skipping Kessie? I'm going to go to Kessie in a minute. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there's an order. There's no rules here, Aethel. We don't follow your your rules if there has to be an order. You follow the rhythm for the first two layers. You know? I am, and I will. Fine. <laughs> but also, she started with her number two and then went on to her number three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was only to accommodate Neil's flight of fancy there. I do this every time. Well, it was also, I have a specific order written down and it's not one to three. It is not my favorite to least favorite. Like, no. I've no. got a good streak of bringing up something that someone's going to talk about and then us having to throw everything out of order. Yes, you do. I'll try to keep that up. <laughs> Go on, Neil. Um, I've got an honorable mention for something that is not similar, but like is similar enough and is only available in kind of like one place done the right way. So uh, it's not really a meal you can get everywhere. So I'm kind of like excluding those a little bit. But uh, California burritos are very good. And they're full of a bunch of stuff. The best I can explain it is carne asada and French fries in a big burrito with guacamole and what else? Cheese and Neil, Neil, what the fuck is guacamole? Guacamole, avocados. Okay, all right, enough said. Just mashed up avocados. Right. Uh, yeah, enough yeah. said. I'm done with that. Salt, salted. <laughs> that sounds delicious, Neil. Uh, they're very good, and I'm doing a horrible job explaining them and doing them very justice. It's been a very long time since I've lived in California, but uh, California burritos are amazing, and I miss them so so much. Listeners, so if you're much. from California and hear this, please send Neil a burrito. Oh my <laughs> just get the sloppiest envelope in the fucking mail. <laughs> we have a PO box you can send it to. <laughs> He's the only one if you're living in America that you can send any food to. The rest of us, sorry. <laughs> yep. I do not need to be sent more Icelandic food. Marmite, though. If you could send me Marmite, though, I would accept that. <laughs> the closest I can get is pretty good, though, to be honest. I want to put fajitas in my number one spot. Because oh, fuck yes. Can you tell me how to spell it? I want to look it up. F-A-J-I-T-A? I think so. Yeah, with the J. Oh, J-E-T-A. Okay, I found it. It's a Spanish food. Fajitas are so very good. It's a treat. It's very good. Fuck yes. I'm going to say chicken and steak ones. You can also get like shrimp. I still have don't have a picture. Is that like an enchilada but made with meat? Uh, fajitas come with everything kind of separate for you. So you'll have... Um, oh, make your own. Chicken. Yeah, chicken okay, and steak right. uh, kind of sliced up for you on top of some uh, roasted... Uh, Vegetables, what is there in there? Onions, what's the word? Onions <laughs> and yep. green peppers. Uh, and then they just give you tortillas and a plate of guacamole and sour cream and cheese and uh, tomatoes and stuff. And you make your own little taco-y things and beans and rice. I can, I put those in there. I don't know if everyone does. but So it sounds to me like if you just open your fridge, put everything on a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Neil? I'm going to I'm going to mention a, a, a trend that I have spotted in your favorite meals that you have mentioned so far. Mm-hmm. Enchiladas are tortilla wraps filled with cheese mm-hmm. and covered in a cheese sauce. <laughs> All right, so that comes cooked, you have to eat it with a knife and fork. You have also mentioned an honorable mention burritos, which is a tortilla filled with a bunch of stuff and then you eat it with your hands. Yeah, you can eat those on the go though. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And fajitas are Tortillas. This one is table food. With all the stuff that you can include in burritos and in uh, and in enchilada, except you have to put it in yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you spotting a trend with your food here? 
But I also have some fond memories of fajitas. Like, uh, now that you've mentioned what it is <laughs> and how you assemble it and eat it, I'm like, yes, I have eaten this. I just usually eat it other people order for me because I'm terrible at ordering shit. Um, yeah, I remember this. Like, kind of like a little make your own soft yeah. tacos bit that comes out super hot and sizzly for you. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have any vegetable shit in it time. you don't want. You just make it how you want it. Yeah. It's so good. That's a good choice. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, fajitas are, are fancy. If you like, there's one food that I'm like that'll satisfy me any day of the week. It's it's fajitas. They're a good good treat. Yeah. I probably have Tex-Mex kind of things going on. Tex-Mex is kind of its own genre of Mexican food that happens. Um, I was going to say, are you just kind of hungry? And you're just thinking like, what can I get? Like kind of <laughs> in the area. Why am I going to get fajita at this time of night? <laughs> Oh, wait, a middle of the day for you, isn't it? For fuck's sake. <laughs> it is the middle of the day, but we are kind of snowed in. So ah, I think right, all yeah, the fajitas point. are. Good point. With some yeah, powdered snow. Made right powdered now. snow. Uh, no, that's a good choice. Like, I've had that. I know what you're talking about. It's It really does feel fancy when it comes out and it's still sizzling. Like, you can. Yeah, I mean, it is a treat. Like, it's the like heat. the steak of going to a Mexican <laughs> Tex Mex restaurant, you know? <laughs> It's like ordering the fancy thing on the menu and Mm -hmm. it feels like a celebration. (laughs) (laughs) I like how on the table I had it. I went to a really fancy restaurant and uh, uh, my partner at the time ordered that for us. And like they had to clear the table, like all the little shit things they put on a table. (laughs) Like here's a candle, like a votive candle in a vase. And here's like some really other fancy shit and some menus and nice, like... Like they had to move all that fucking shit off because it was so big. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a... All because you didn't want to make your little tacos yourself. Yep. <laughs> Servers probably hate fajitas. Yep. I know. I know. <laughs> Look, I, I get them to go a lot. You just put it in a plastic container for all in one container is fine. Yeah. Just... It's all going to end up roughly in the same place. I, or, I, I order fajitas at now during uh, the COVID times to go and it's, it's great. I order them all the time. It's a good treat, regardless, <laughs> day of the week, you know? It's a good good date food. It gives you something to do while you're enduring another new person. Yeah. Uh, with your hands, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a, a task to do now. Oh, yeah. It's very easy to get lost in making the heater if your date is boring. I don't go on a lot of dates. <laughs> Like, I can well imagine if they are boring, you're like, I'm kind of done with this. Sorry, I'm making my, sorry, I got lost in making the food. I'm very passionate about this. And they talked about it. Like, sorry, I'm still talk, I'm still making my food. Like, yeah, you can, you can fill it an awkward date real quick with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good date food. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's funny though. <laughs> I was thinking that's a, that's a, that's a good thought for a date food, but I think it might be a very messy date food. So yes, that would not be a first date in Britain. Nope. Too messy. Yeah. Fair. And when I order fajitas, I plan on eating a lot. I don't want to eat a lot on dates. No. <laughs> no. Not, not first dates. No. Awkward. Neil has slice, five slices of cucumber in a glass of water. Oh, no. Well, he doesn't like cucumber. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cucumber uh, stock. Yes. No, I like You're them. Right. They are bad. Why didn't you pickle them better? They taste bad. Make them sour. They taste of nothing. They taste bad. They taste of nothing. <laughs> I held not only I held back to tell you both how stupid you are for not liking bad. cucumbers earlier. They also but now you bring it up. Cucumbers. They haven't been made edible yet because you didn't make them sour yet. You have, you have to pickle them, them sour. Yet. But no, they're not gherkins yet. You fucking pickling monstrosity. You get your. 
stupid fucking pickling shit out of my goddamn face. The thing is with cucumbers. I swear to fucking Christ. They taste bad. Yes. And not only do they taste bad, they insist in putting them in everything in Britain. So like your cute, your nice, um, like you would have cucumber sandwiches, nothing else in it. And like it's taste vile. They also want to put it on top of the tuna mayonnaise and that drives me the fucking wall. Like get that shit out of my food. They put it in all the salads and I hate it. And also it makes me belch a lot and I really hate it because I can taste the cucumber back on the way up and I hate it so much. Oh, no. And when you order a tuna sandwich when you're eight years old at Subway and they... <laughs> And you say all the veggies, and then they don't hear that you don't like cucumbers, mm-hmm. um, and they put them on there anyways, and you take them off of your sandwich, it still tastes like cucumbers. Yes, you, you cannot get rid of the fucking taste. <laughs> you can't get it off. So grim. <laughs> it's just there forever. I'm just gonna <laughs> sing the praises of cucumbers for one second, uh-huh. and then you can you can say whatever you want. Cucumbers, <laughs> they genuinely in my brain taste like green. They are fresh. They are yeah. the freshest of all the fruits, uh, the, all the vegetables. They are just fresh. I think cucumbers are added to almost everything <laughs> because they are super watery, which means they get that just kind of fresh water taste to everything. So you chuck a couple of cucumbers on top of a fatty hamburger and you have like just that little bit of crunch and freshness to it. The same reason you add lemons on, on fish, for example. Yeah, it could have been a tomato, though, or a carrot, a tomato or a carrot. Yeah. No, it could have been. No, tomatoes are vile. Over here, they add tomato and cucumber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I know. Just, just uh, no. I, it adds, uh, it contaminates wa- everything. It contaminates if it with that like- vile cucumber taste. <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys can think cucumbers are so overpowering. That's crazy to me. Cucumbers, because of their high water content, they are very affected by the quality of the water in the area they're grown in. So maybe uh... the, the areas that you have eaten them in had like bad water or something. Like, remember <laughs> no, they, when we were just... in New, New Jersey and I was just complaining about the water the whole time? I would not eat a cu- yeah. cucumber a- a- raised in that place. <laughs> <laughs> you were not wrong. That water was grim. <laughs> But to be fair, I think that house was just grim. That house was just not No, no, good. no. The water in the Popeyes that we went to later, it was just as bad. Oh, yeah. I remember. Fucking hell. I have pictures of that. Oh, that was a grim place. It was disgusting. Let's get away from cucumbers because it's disgusting. Um, all right, Kessie, what's your... My top one. What's your... Cucumbers, no. Yes! <laughs> that's, cucumber that's a food, salad. not a meal, Kessie. Please don't tell me you eat a cucumber as a meal. Bowl of cucumber. I actually sometimes do. Like, just dip them in hummus. No. Okay, that's weird no. something. Yeah, but the hummus <laughs> is the attraction there. Again, what the fuck is hummus? What is hummus made from? Is it just uh, chickpea? Uh, chi- yeah, chickpea, but um, also with tahini and I think just tahini. Tahini is like this sesame sauce. The the the. Okay. Have y'all put celery and peanut butter? My celery. I don't put my money on my peanut butter. What? Cel- <laughs> celery. Celery. <laughs> oh, celery sticks. sticks. Yes. <laughs> Of like, here's my money. I earned this. This is my salary. I'm gonna cover it in peanut butter. That is an unusual way to say fuck the man and his money. <laughs> that's how I know that's my money. Do you put celeries in peanut butters? No. Uh, Why? Because that's pretty great. I haven't done that. No. I don't like peanut butter, so no. I like things that are fresh, so I don't like peanut butter either. Um, so anyway, my uh, my top one favorite food, and I have to say, it's again one of those things I cannot eat anymore. Um, even though I could eat it. Because it's uh, a meatloaf. Um, it's a Bavarian dish. It's, it's called a uh, Leberkäse. Um, 
It's uh, a very finely grinded meatloaf um, baked in a square, like the ones where you bake square breads, those those okay. long things, baked in one of those things and sliced into thin slices. Uh, usually you eat it with like a sunny side up and potatoes and a brown sauce. And I <laughs> I usually put my own spin on it, my Asian spin. I ate it with rice. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's a Bavarian dish and I, I did get stoned for it <laughs> back in Bavaria. But that's my favorite dish, yeah. Why is it your favorite dish? Uh, I'm not actually sure. I think it's because I I don't like like the unprocessed meat so much. Like mm -hmm. if you just kill an animal and put it on the roast, I don't like it as much as like, for example, a sausage or a, a minced meat, for example. Uh, I'm more of the sausage kind of person. And Leberkäse is kind of like a sausage, but baked, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it makes total sense. This sounds upsettingly similar to uh, Livra Kaiva, which is an Icelandic... It actually sounds the same. Does it uh, translate to liver cheese? <laughs> Not sure. Livra. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I think it sounds more like like liver box or meat box. Livra Kaiva. Kas no, kasa. I'm just thinking of meatloaf. That's all I've got. I'm not sure if meatloaf <laughs> is exactly the same. Let me look that up. Hang on. This sounds a little different. I think meatloaf also has like flour and sugar. Because right? I think a meatloaf nah. is still... Uh, kaiva is apparently translated to liver pate. So probably not the uh, same. Probably not. So meatloaf is... I just looked it up and it's very much like minced meat from, from the texture. Mm -hmm. Liver cheese, like leberkäse is a lot more... More minced, like really think like a like a sausage. It's super fine, no grind at all, nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it has like a own mixture of spices that are used, and I really like it. It's my favorite food, but I don't eat it anymore because I don't eat meat anymore. I mean, there are vegan alternatives, and here in Germany, because we are like the CEOs of uh, sausages, we have like a lot of of vegan <laughs> sausage alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> CEOs of sausages. All right. Uh, out of context quote. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have like a lot of vegan alternatives based on sausages. At least from what I can tell when I compare to the to the vegan stuff that's available in America, I don't think you have as much sausages over there. <laughs> But um, I'm sorry, I'm still not over the CEO of sausages. <laughs> we have so much sausage. We all eat sausage on everything. Well, not on everything, but like we usually eat bread and stuff like um, most people would eat like jam or peanut butter or whatever on on their bread over here we always eat sausage and maybe some cheese we we have like sausage sandwiches like in britain is like a solid like staple working person's breakfast is mm -hmm. there's like a bunch of sausages cut in half with a bit of a tomato sauce or brown sauce depending on what you want or hp i guess and then like it's just in two bits of bread like that is that is good food <laughs> It is well, sausages. I think of one thing that I, apart from bacon, that I really miss about living in Britain, other than marmite, I guess, is that the sausages here are just not the same. No, mm. they're like really, they feel really processed. Yeah. Um. Whereas it's more like frankfurters, I guess, and I I miss the British sausages. I can only imagine what it's. I guess I'll just have to come to Germany, the CEO sausages, yes. and <laughs> eat real sausages again. And eat Nuremberg's and Frankfurters. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, they're all named after German uh, cities. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> I dropped a picture of a Liverpilsa in the chat, Cassie. Uh, I just want to know if it's at all similar or if that's just a completely Icelandic thing. No. Okay, that, that, that's no, a part of Icelandic slaughter. And I, like when you were describing it, I was like, sounds kind of like it, but not really. <laughs> but then you start talking about cooking it and this is eaten very raw. Uh... Let me pull you a uh, image of this thing. 
Oh. Ah, uh, yeah, that looks like bread made from meat. That's incredible. It <laughs> <That> looks crazy. <laughs> it looks incredible. Oh. It literally looks like bread made from meat. It's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, hot dogs or sausages in Iceland are, are made very differently to such an extent that when I eat hot dogs in other countries, I'm always just like, oh, your, your hot dog's gone bad. Yes. <laughs> Guys, everybody, put <laughs> yep. your hot dogs down. Yep, I think it, I think we were in in Britain and we had Cumberland sausages at like a really nice like well like a like an inn or a pub or something, and the breakfast included sausages. And Aiden was like, "No, no, this is horrible. I'm not eating this." I don't know what it is. <laughs> There's just just like a hint of some kind of taste that I, I guess it's just something we do with our meat in Iceland that I've just grown accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, or maybe like the the combination of spices that they use. Mm. Could be, could be, definitely be. That are available in Iceland. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, I, I'm going to just wrap this uh, kind of quick. Do you have any honorable mentions, Kessie? Yes. Go for it. Litchies. Cheese. Litchies. Because I uh, originally my my uh, top list was a, like top food. I didn't realize it was going to be meal. <laughs> so litchies were actually my number one. And if anyone doesn't know what the fuck that is, that is a fruit. <laughs> that is only available from December till, if you're lucky, February. <laughs> I just ate my last one yesterday. Oh, boo. Oh, boo. Boo. So it's almost a whole year again before you get to have them. Yeah. I eat. I usually uh, eat like, I don't know, 20 of them per day. <laughs> Bloody hell. I mean, they're just this, this tiny, like a... <laughs> Neil's face is perfect at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> they're super tiny, like uh, like a... Um, what the fuck? Chestnut. Like a chestnut. <laughs> have y'all had star fruit? Have I ever asked that before? You did? I think, I think you have. That's one of those. But they are very much a letdown. Really? I like them. They're, they're kind of like worse kiwis, but... I mean... <laughs> I, I I only had them once, but I remember they tasted kind of like like a mixture between nuts and citrus. Okay, something like that. Okay, that's super weird. It's kind of like a cucumber kiwi. Grace, <laughs> I never tried star fruit, but I think I think I thought you had talked about it. But then when Kessie said that they didn't like it, it reminded me like no no no. Kessie came at us like me and V one day, just like star fruits fucking suck. I I put all this effort into acquiring a star fruit. <laughs> The star fruit just basically took a shit on my fucking stove and told me to it eat was it. dragon fruit. <laughs> dragon fruits. It was dragon fruit, Ethel. Oh, dragon fruit. Uh, oh. Yeah. Dragon fruit you were railing on so hard. It was the funniest shit. It came out of fucking nowhere in our, like, you know, in our three-person chat. It was like, dragon fruit is fucking lame. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is extremely lame. It looks so fucking cool, but you think, oh, it is right outside. And like, it looks like Strasciatella inside. It must be awesome. Or maybe like a hint of vanilla. In there and then it tastes like water. <laughs> Dragon fruit, my ass. Oh. It's a fancy cucumber, and you know it. Uh, all right, I'm going to do my favorite meal. So we talk about meals and like, yeah, here's this and this is a good meal. I'm going to put dessert on the table <laughs> because I have one amazing dessert that I had. I was in Scotland and it was this tiny, really rough looking pub. I mean, this pub was not a nice place from the outside. You got inside and it smelled like beer, which is always good in a pub. <laughs> um, but it had that atmosphere of like, you're not local, piss off. Um, so there was that whole thing going on. But I ordered this dessert and it was a white chocolate cheesecake and the cheesecake itself was like two and a half inches thick maybe three inches and it 
tasted like white chocolate with the consistency of cheesecake and it is the best meal I ever had. It came with like this uh, like pureed raspberries and I don't know where that pub is. Oh no. And my inner child hurt so much because that was the best cheesecake I ever ate and I'm never going to have it again oh. because that pub still probably doesn't even exist now. This was like seven or eight years ago and it was like, it's the best thing I ever ate. And no other food will ever compare. You were a child seven or eight years ago? No, my inner child went, like, I really loved cheesecake growing up. Um, I didn't get a lot of it. So whenever I eat cheesecake, I'm like, yeah, my inner child is super happy. She got cheesecake. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, I'm never going to have that cheesecake Aww. again. And that will forever stay in my memory as the best cheesecake I ever ate. That was, that's my favorite meal. I absolutely adore cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, there are bad cheesecakes out there. There are subpar cheesecakes out there. But oh, yeah. God fucking damn it, when you get that those good ones, oh, you you eat it in tiny, tiny pieces. Oh yeah, you savor that shit. Like oh. th- this was homemade cheesecake. It was none of that out of the packet shite that you mm. get. Like none of that nah, frozen. Nah. Get it off the shelf. No, no. This was homemade cheesecake. This was like baked uh, in water. It was so good. I I remember when I discovered cheesecakes, I realized like, oh, cheesecakes are sold at the supermarket. I'm going to buy one and just like kind of have it like as a a dessert one day. And then then you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's so lame. Yeah, it was. It's so lame. It's a dragon fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like store-bought is never the same. And if you find a good store-bought one, that's it. Like that's your brand forever. Um, I've not found really good ones since being here in Iceland. I'm sorry. uh, but, yeah. No, we had one at that restaurant when we were driving the circle, remember? Yeah, but that was at a restaurant. That was not off the shelf. Uh, sorry, sorry, I misunderstood. Uh, yeah, no, there's not no. a single good off-the-shelf <laughs> cheesecake no, in Iceland. They're all, they're rubbish. I remember my, my aunt used to make cheesecake for me for birthday and her she... She always made it with mandarins on top, oh. uh, like like from from the uh, from the canned mandarins, or the the super juicy ones. Okay, no, they're super delicious too. I love them. But because my aunt always made that for me, I actually didn't know cheesecake wasn't supposed to have mandarins on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I ordered cheesecake in the store, I was like, "Why? Where's the mandarins? <laughs> Where is this?" <laughs> yeah, it blew my mind when I had like managed to get like cheesecake like obviously when we're getting older and stuff that cheesecake had didn't have stuff on top like most cheesecake is just like plain cheesecake mm. and it's vanilla and the stuff on top is not like the usual and i i was always upset when someone just brought me a cheesecake and there was nothing on it i'm like hey 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 where's the rest of it i feel betrayed <laughs> yeah <laughs> personally offended get me a can of mandarins you philistine <laughs> no so I can't have orange. I can't have anything from the orange family. So I can't have satsumas or mandarins or oranges or anything like that. Um, oh, me too. I can't, but oh. I still ate it. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me like the worst migraines. Oh, like, okay. it's the, like I have pretty bad migraines anyway, but like these ones will guarantee make me sick. Like will generally throw up with this shit too. And I'm like, oh, no. Do you know what? no, I'm not. I'm not adding this um, to my list of shit. Like, no, I, I, I'm not provoking more. For me, it, I, it, I got dermatitis, like oh. super itchy. Uh, um, joint Oof. and like usually in winter my mom always forced me to eat citrus fruits so every winter I was just full of the dermatitis oh. on the, like here and in the in the knee like on the other side of the knee yeah the back side <laughs> yeah. of the knee and the inside of the elbows yeah yeah oh. I was just full of that and I was oh. just itchy the whole time totally worth it cheesecake <laughs> with mandarins <laughs> 
Uh, what's that? What's that old joke? Uh, people with peanut allergy go like, "I cannot eat peanuts. It will literally kill me." Like I have an epipen on me at all times. It will uh, like n- n- if you open a pack of peanuts on an airplane, you are you are a murderer. And then like people with lactose intolerance, they're like, "This might go badly for all of you, but that is a chance I'm willing to take." <laughs> Oh, different levels. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. My honorable mentions include macaroni cheese. The Americans call it mac and cheese. We call it macaroni cheese. Nope, but it's going to argue with you. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> it's. I, I love it so much. It tastes so good if it's good cheese. I had the best macaroni cheese when I was in, uh, I went to Disney World. They had like little Disney Village, which is outside of the parks. And on the second to last night, I found that a place called, I think it was called the Blues Club or something. It was just like this really random out of the place way. And I had macaroni cheese with lobster and it was the best thing I ever had eaten. It was like, this is so good. I wish I had found it earlier on the holiday because I would have eaten a fuck ton more of it. Like it was so good. I had leftovers. They put so much on my plate. It was amazing. Um, so macaroni cheese is my other was one. Was the lobster separate or was it in the mac and cheese? Oh, it was in pieces on top. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, here we have a plate of mac and cheese and here's the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole, no, it was It was just like like pieces of, of lobster. It wasn't yeah, like a yeah, whole yeah. lobster. Like that would, no, I couldn't eat that much. And then my only last other honorable mention is going to be my mum's pancakes. Like, my mum made the best pancakes. Aww. I miss them so much. Like, sometimes generally when I'm feeling like that would be my comfort food. Like, if I feel, like, really sad, I'm like, I just want to have one of my mum's pancakes and I'm never going to have them again. And I super miss them. It makes me tear up on occasion that I'm never going to eat them again. Aww. It was just, like, a little bit of sugar on top, lemon. It was so good. And they were, like, she made it in such a way that they were kind of, like, uh, like I don't know, like, it kind of had, like, a spongy texture to it, but it was super hot and it was obviously, like, fried in a lot of oil and it was so good. And, yeah, I miss them. That's my other honorable mention. Never as, as much as I love her pancakes, never as good as that fucking cheesecake, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's my foods. Um, cool. We got three top threes. Uh, my top threes were done alphabetically, but uh, Aethel, uh, Neil screwed that up for me by mentioning Shepherd's Pie too early. I think Aethel didn't get any honorable mentions. Did you? Oh, I just threw all of fish in there, basically. Fish. Yeah, all of fish. Oh, yeah, right. Every fish ever. All the fish. Yeah. Every uh, single fish. Yeah, if I was going to start throwing in desert, deserts, deserts in here, like I would throw in Sahara and all my favorite deserts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> desert Adranath, you know, all the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the best ones. <laughs> Is your mouth watered yet? Here's uh, the desert. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, just as a Icelander, I felt genuinely the need to mention, like, no, I like fish, but just there isn't good fish. <laughs> I have to mention Skata, the worst. Oh, it's so good. No. Oh. So bad. Like, so bad. It, There's it, no good taste to it. You you eat it so that you no longer have to smell or, like, want to be sick from the bleached smell it, of the entire, like, street. <laughs> we could smell this fish cooking outside of the house, so, like, two car legs away. It was so gross. So if anybody out there drinks whiskey and, like, enjoys the burn and that kind of shit, you can imagine why people start liking Skata. It's like a weird, like, ooh, I kind of like that burn. Whiskey is alcoholic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scatter is just fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> there is no upside. If you ferment it long enough, it's gonna obtain some alcohol. <laughs> no, guess the fuck no. The upside is you ate scatter and you're no longer ha- hungry. And you also drank milk and ate uh rupert with smear. Oh, it's so good. So bad. So good. So bad. Ah oh, fuck COVID. I couldn't do scatter this year. Ugh. I was 
very happy. Pomegranates are good. Pomegranates are the best. Oh, they're the little like red. Yeah, like so they had like this uh, drink back in the UK, um, which was made from pomegranate <laughs> juice, and it was so good, and it was fizzy, and I was very happy with it, along with mango juice that huh. was fizzy, and that was super good too. I still remember when we were in the Airbnb, like when we went shopping, and and Caitlin got this uh, granite apple. No, what pomegranate? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and she was she was so fucking happy when Travis got it for her, and she was like, ah, like a little goblin just running around with a pomegranate. <laughs> and then she never ate it; she left it in the fridge when he left. Oh my god! Yeah, we found uh, it in the fridge. We're like, no, oh. <laughs> All right, so we are going to figure out who the next victim uh, to choose our next top three um, category. Uh, I have a D four. Uh, so I'm going to randomly roll this D4 and it's going to be alphabetical. Oh, hey, look, it's Kessie. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what came up on the dice? It's a two, totally a two. Uh, Kessie was assigned a two in this instance. Uh, so Kessie uh, basically by this point next week. Was assigned to- two at birth. <laughs> Uh, so Kissy gets to choose what the subject for the next um, four top threes are. And Bye. 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 And enjoy your dinner if we made you hungry. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I hope you uh, listen to this while cooking. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the second episode of Four Top Threes. Uh, this may have been my favorite episode to record, though I, I don't remember it. Now, there are some really good ones coming out. I can't wait for Kessie to finish like editing them and I get to like QC and listen to them before they come out. Did you agree? Do you disagree? Like, Let us know on Twitter or Discord or Facebook or wherever you can find us. Uh, throw out your top threes of whatever we're talking about. Uh, in this case, it's uh, meals or foods. I don't remember exactly the phrasing we used this time. And let us know because I genuinely, I'm kind of curious what people think. I, I want to know who was the rightest. You're now about to listen to Ignorance Was Bliss, uh, who did an interview with us. So if you want to hear some more behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, you can go check out their episode with us on it. Thank you so much, and have a fantastic day. Bye. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.